This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. This podcast brought to you by My Patriot Supply. Did you miss the chance to get a 72-hour emergency food supply with free shipping for just 10 bucks? What's wrong with you? Don't worry. Call 888-411-7440 right now. They have a few left, and they're selling out fast. 888-411-7440. What are you waiting for? A disaster? Do it right now. 888-411-7440. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. What is the America we live in today? Well, sitting in front of a backdrop that reads Muslim Advocates for Freedom and Justice for All, the United States Attorney General had this to say. Now, obviously, this is a country that is based on free speech, but when it edges towards violence, when we see uh, the potential for someone to lift, lifting that mantle of anti-Muslim rhetoric, or as we saw after 9-11, violence directed at individuals who may not even be Muslims, but may be perceived to be Muslims. Um, and, and they will suffer just as well, just as much. Uh, when we see that, we will take action. Congresswoman had this to say about the new deployment in the Middle East. Um, to his warning of the specter of nuclear war with Russia. Many in Congress want to take your guns. <laughs> Even with gun homicides decreasing. Did you know, according to the Washington Post, gun crime has been on the decline for about 20 years except for the high-profile shootings in gun-free zones. All of this stemming from what happened in San Bernardino, California this past weekend. What do we know aside from 14 people murdered, 17 people injured, We know that as of two days ago, our president still was saying it was possible the attack was terrorist-related, possible, but also saying it could be workplace-related. We now have a picture of the female that was shot by police. We know she was in the country on a fiancé visa. I wonder what happened to the three shooters. We had someone in custody, detained, maybe not arrested. They kept made a point of saying detained. That's gone away. Who were the others involved? Working overnights in the garage. Accepting the packages at the house that we heard about were being delivered at all times of the day and working all times of the day and night at their apartment and in the garage. 
but we're bending over backwards not to offend. And I mean not to offend anyone. To the point of people feeling like they can't even report anything. They had, uh, I guess, receiving packages, quite a few packages within a short amount of time. And that they were actually uh, doing a lot of work out in the garage. And she was kind of suspicious and was uh, uh, wanted to report it, but she said I didn't, she didn't want to profile. No, 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 no. You don't want to profile. You know, like the title of a book written by some guy by the name of Glenn Beck reads, It Is About Islam. One of my favorite lines from a news report, there were a whole bunch of them. We've got some really great ones coming up in a moment. They claimed allegiance, these shooters in San Bernardino, they claimed allegiance to ISIS, but they weren't acting or directed by ISIS. Wait, what? They claimed allegiance to ISIS, but they weren't acting on behalf or directed by ISIS. Oh, okay. Well, that that makes it okay then. That makes it workplace-related, right? Right. So what is the America we live in today? We live in California shooters didn't fit FBI profiles. Huh. Maybe we need to adjust the FBI profile. What kind of America do we live in? We live in a a country where President Obama has appointed a foreign policy advisor known to be a friend of Hamas. You know what his job is? New czar in charge of countering ISIS, Robert Malley. Robert Malley, Hamas sympathizer. He's our new czar in charge of making sure ISIS is okay. And we've got it ISIS contained. Do we have ISIS contained? Reports today, they're training with planes in Libya. That doesn't sound like they're contained. We also have reports today. Um, <laughs> Uh, ISIS radio is reporting that, you know, they were saying uh, supporters carried out the California attack. So I know they weren't directed by ISIS, but they were supporters. And it is, and they're, and it's being reported as such on ISIS radio. Yeah, we've got them contained. We've got them contained. Then... After the horrific shootings, MSNBC, CNN, and ABC had what's being dubbed the 10 dumbest things said about the San Bernardino shootings. I would say that there's plenty more to be found, but do you really have time to look? Do you want to waste the time to look? I mean... I've got these 10 dumbest things for you. 
Are we mature enough as a country to look in the mirror and say we have a gun problem? You know, a 12-step program starts with you got to acknowledge you have a problem. Are we mature enough to to acknowledge that? Then, then what could it be? It could be uh, some right-wing group, for all I know. In attacking a government function, if it's county employees having some type of a banquet there, that takes on more of a domestic militia group, an anti-government domestic militia group wanting to attack the government. Well, we can tell you that the Planned Parenthood actually of San Bernardino is only a few blocks away. We know how to fix it. Congress resolutely refuses to do it. But I no, think that the president also, you know, showing signs of the frustration we've seen from him so many times. He spoke at the funeral for the victims in Charleston. He spoke out in Washington State. He has spoken after Sandy Hook, always coming out calling for more measures uh, to make, make it more difficult uh, for people to have access to kind of weapons that can pull off these kind of mass shootings. It's been one of the great frustrations of his presidency. You know, some may be aware of the fact that we have uh, a no-fly list where people can't get on planes, but those same people who we don't allow to fly could go into a store right now in the United States and buy a firearm, and there's nothing that we can do to stop them. In a situation like this, very often the perpetrators intend to commit, you know, murder or suicide by cops. So whether or not, whether or not there are armed guards there, it's not going to make any difference. Does this go back to our revolution? We're revolutionary people. We really don't believe in government. Uh, this was a holiday party. Uh, maybe it was called a Christmas party. I mean, it, there's so no, many potential maybe. triggers here. And there's always that voice that comes out and says, "Oh." This particular fix wouldn't have done anything about it, so let's do nothing. Yeah. Um, and that, that yeah, bystander boy, uh, voice is a uh, voice of evil. Shooters are evil, but people who stand by and do nothing and say nothing can be done to fix problems, that's a voice of evil, too. Yeah, well, maybe the fix of the problems would be that more people would have be armed. That would be not doing nothing. You can quote me on that. That would be not doing nothing. Just arm more people. That's doing something. So, what is the America we live in today? <laughs> I know you know what it is right now, but it's changing by the day, I'll tell you that. It doesn't even, it doesn't look like even the good that happens is changing, is changing for the bad. I'm not, don't answer. What is the America we live in today? Don't answer it. I can't take it. I can't. I can't take it enough already. There's more things to get to, but let's, I mean, it's Saturday, right? It's Saturday on the Blaze Radio Network. Psst, don't worry about it. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. This The Jeff Fisher Show. It is that on the Blaze Radio Network. Thank you very much for coming on board. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. A lot of programming on this network for you today. Oh, my gosh, there's a lot of programming on this network every day. So you know where you're at. Just stay right there. There's no reason for you to go anywhere else, really. You know that. You do. I can't get over I keep... Uh, <laughs> It's being reported that ISIS radio is uh, saying that the shooters in California were supporters, 
which does lend, you know, a little credence to the, you know, they were uh, believers and followers. They were directed by ISIS. I got it. Okay. I got it. But I still am stuck on ISIS radio. We need jingles. I want jingles for ISIS radio. We can do some programming. Sharia today. I, seriously, I, I, we should do. I, I don't know. I don't know if the attorney general might stop by. Um, that's why I'm broadcasting in Wisconsin today. Yes, I've set up a studio in the great state of Wisconsin. Sharia today, ISIS radio. Be sure to stop by Burkers R Us. Pray with us six times a day, ISIS radio. Compelling. Pray with us. Sharia today. ISIS radio. Okay, I'll move on. I'm sorry. It's just <laughs> I want to now sit down and just develop an ISIS radio programming guide. But don't really want to. I mean, it would just be, you know, funny. It'd be a joke. I don't think they would like it. They might not appreciate the same humor that we have. In fact, I know they don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's uh, just a just a joke. I'm sure your ISIS radio is really good. Okay, I mean that, and I want it to be really good. I want you guys to thrive. I want anything on radio to thrive. Okay, so I want you to do really well on ISIS radio. Our imam of the day. All right, so yesterday had my final uh, doctor's appointment uh, prior to my shoulder surgery, which takes place uh, middle of next week. So this is uh, my last show of 2015. Uh, Brad Staggs will be filling in the next couple of weeks, and then you have Christmas and New Year's, and we'll be broadcasting, of course, our very famous year-end review shows which you know I'll be a part of, and you'll be able to listen. And there's fascinating, fascinating information on that. And I believe Doc and Skip are going to be uh, you know hosting that broadcast for the holidays. So you know, thank you for all the kind words. I was before I get into what's actually wrong with my shoulder and what's happening, and I'm getting a little apprehensive about it. I'm waiting in the waiting room. A, they couldn't change my appointment. I we had uh, you know I was like. I made it a long time ago, and then we were doing. We had the show. I know we. I know. Listen, I know we have a radio show, a live radio show, every day, nine to noon, Monday through Friday, Glenbeck program of which I'm a part. But the lady said, "Well, we'll make the appointment, and then you know somebody will cancel or whatever, and we'll do it." So you know, of course, no one cancels, and they're jam packed. And my appointment was you know early in the morning, but not early enough at the beginning of the show, so I had to miss the show. And I said, well, if I get there early, with times the doors open, I'll get there early. You can get me in. Uh, yeah, no. She, oh, yeah, we'll try to, we can definitely try to do that. Yeah, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah, we can definitely try to do that. So I got there, you know, an hour earlier and had the opportunity to sit in the waiting room for that extra hour and 10 minutes past my original date and time. Well, the date was the same. The time changed. I was supposed to go in at 40 past the hour. I went in at 50 past. 
And I had already been there for an hour and 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, we're sorry, Jeff. We were just, we were just slammed today. You saw all the people out there. We just couldn't get, couldn't squeeze you in. We had to worry about, we had to worry about the four other people that look like they don't have job. No, I should. They, they may have jobs. They're probably sure they're employed. However, let's talk a little waiting room manners. Shall we? I'm not even going to go into dress code. But I do want to talk a little bit about manners. Because phones ringing, sounders going off, alarms going off, couples loud talking, not the... Uh, so not the sitting in the waiting room and you hear <laughs> So I called Billy and he told me that he was gonna come over tomorrow and take a look at the back shed. Oh good, good, because I gotta get somebody back there to take a look at the back shed. I mean, do you realize that where you're at? Please, do you realize where you're at? And then phone calls, phone calls. Yes, I'll be there in a little while. I've got this doctor's appointment, but uh, I'm in the I'm in the waiting room right now. Looks like there's a bunch of people in front of me, but uh, I'm still here, and I'll get there as soon as I can. The phones are ringing, alarms going off. Tones, can we please, for the love of heaven, stop? Now they at least you know, at least this particular place didn't have the sign out there saying you know turn cell phones off. They should have. They should have said that. Perhaps then you tone the cell phone etiquette down a bit. Everybody goes, oh, at least i got to put it on vibrate or whatever. I can't shut it off. You know, like you do on an airplane. And you're told to shut it off and you don't. Just put it on silent. So the one nurse comes in and she, I hadn't seen her before, and she's just doing the pre- Meeting set up, and she and I was concerned about, and I know she was setting it up, but I was like, you know, I'm getting a little apprehensive. I was like, ah, oh, you're just getting a scope. Don't worry about it. And I was like, I am? I don't think so. I don't think that's what they told me because I've had plenty of knee surgeries, and, you know, I've been scoped a number of times. You can quote me on that, by the way. Um, and I don't think the doc was talking about a scope. Uh, the doc was talking about, uh, you know, doing some major things. So I'm going to be in this sling for a while. Yeah. Uh, because look, I know you're tired of hearing me whine, but it hurts. Okay. It hurts. And it hurts doing little things. You're sitting, you're reaching up, you're reaching backwards. I mean, it's just agonizing. And I'm, I could call it off. I could call the whole thing off, but I don't know that I would want to go any longer now with messing with this thing the way it is. However, that being said, being in a sling for six weeks does not sound very inviting. And the first two weeks is doing nothing. My knee surgeries, they wanted you to get up and I mean, they do the surgery and you wake up and they go walk. I mean, that's, it's almost that fast shoulders. However, I'm told, Heal better when doing nothing for the first six weeks. Two weeks is absolutely nothing. Let the shoulder heal. Then for four weeks, you're still in a sling, but you're doing rehab at your house, doing things with rubber bands and as much as you can with the pain level. Then after the sixth week, 
Then we'll bring you into our rehab and really, really get that thing working good. Don't worry about it, though, because in six months, that shoulder will be right back to normal. But until then, you're going to be in that sling. Yay! Yay! The Jeff Fisher Show. The Blaze Radio Network. The Jeff Fisher Show is on. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Coming up after this program, immediately following this broadcast, Mike Opelka with Pure Opelka. Ooh, do I still get that music and everything? I like that all the way to the end. Nice. Oh, I'm still hearing uh, music underneath my, my... talking. I'm okay with it because it reminds me that it could possibly be the way they program ISIS radio. Although they would just have the call to prayer, right? That would be their rejoin. Pray with us six times a day, ISIS radio. Can't find a mosque? We're here for you. ISIS radio. Oh, Attorney General, she's going to be after me. I got to be careful. All right. So a couple of quick stories. One, coming from New Hampshire, Marlboro, New Hampshire. Okay, School district bans the word Christmas from their flyer. The school superintendent of Marlboro, New Hampshire, issued a Yuletide edict to the local American Legion post. You can't call a Christmas tree a Christmas tree. (laughs) Wait, what? John Fletcher, the commander of the local American Legion Post, said he was banned from using the word Christmas to promote the town's upcoming Christmas tree lighting. He was banned from using the word Christmas to promote the town's upcoming Christmas tree lighting. The event, of course, is sponsored by the American Legion and the Monadoc Lions Club. Who doesn't? Love the Lions Club. They actually do some good work, I guess. And they always have a hall you can party in. He wanted to change it to say holiday tree lighting instead. Hmm. Needless to say, the superintendent, Robert Melee's decision went over about as well as replacing Santa's milk and cookies with tofu and a shot of wheatgrass. <laughs> Who wrote this story? <laughs> Ah, my man Todd Starnes from foxnews.com. There you go, Todd. Thank you. <laughs> it's not a holiday tree. It's a Christmas tree, said Mr. Fletcher. Unbelievable. For years, the American Legion commander, who also portrays Santa Claus, had been allowed to post flyers in the public school to promote the annual Christmas event. Hmm. This year, the superintendent called to tell him he would need to revise the flyer, and remove the word Christmas. Now, this ticked Mr. Fletcher off a little bit. And he said, as commander of the American Legion, it offends me. 
I respect all rights, always have. But I do not take away our rights because you may offend someone else. Thank you. Still, they did follow the directive, which is a little disappointing, to be honest with you. And, and apparently the wife did it. So I hope, I hope that didn't create a rift between Mr. Fletcher and his wife. Uh, but uh, she, uh, armed with uh, you know, her whiteout bottle, uh, blotted out Christmas, just whited out Christmas. Now, she didn't follow the directive completely because she didn't include the word holiday. So it was just come join us for our whiteout tree lighting Political correctness gone way too far. We were hearing, we hear about it every year, and every year it gets a little bit more, a little bit more. We hear that people don't want to report suspicious activity. They tell you, see something, say something. But when you see something, say something, then we're gonna we're gonna bring you down. You can't say that. That's profiling. That's racist. According to Mr. Fletcher. Uh, if they can't call Christmas, Christmas. I wonder what the school district will call Ramadan or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa. Hmm. I'm sure they will call it Ramadan, Hanukkah, and Kwanzaa. It's the Christians you have to be worried about. It's the Christians that can be profiled. It's the Christians that are racist. Don't you know that by now? <laughs> what are you, stupid? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're so stupid. I do want to, I want to go back a little bit. I've got these, I've got some strange numbers for you on this, uh, the unemployment thing. We'll, we'll do that first because it drives me crazy. Um, I love how they try to spin the numbers and everyone can make sense of anything. The number of Americans not in the labor force last month totaled 94,446,000. That was a slight improvement from 94,513,000 not in the labor force in October. The labor force participation rate increased tenth of a point with 62.5% of the civilian non-institutional population either holding a job or actively seeking one. And it goes on and on and on with more numbers. And then I get an email. From Generation Opportunity, 1.8 million able-bodied young Americans gave up looking for work last month. The Millennial Jobs Report for the month of November finds that 13.1% of 18 to 29-year-olds are unemployed. Wow. I mean, that's starting to get bad. Unemployment. Unemployment rate for 18 to 29-year-olds, which adjusts for labor force participation by including those who have given up looking for work, is 13.1%. The unemployment rate for 18 to 29-year-olds is 8%. See what I mean? The declining labor force participation rate has created an additional 1.855 million young adults that are not counted as unemployed by the U.S. Department of Labor because they are not in the labor force, meaning that those young people have given up looking for work due to the lack of jobs. But because they've given up looking, they're, they're not 
considered unemployed, so don't worry about them. We're just writing them off. I wonder how that affects the percentages. Oh, I know. It makes it look even better. (laughs) I love that. I mean, not really. I don't. I think it's agonizing. So they're not counted as unemployed by the U.S. Department of Labor because they are not in the labor force. But they're not working. They've just given up looking for work. So we're not going to count them. Huh. Wonder how that affects all the numbers. I bet you. I bet you it makes it look really a lot better. Don't you think? I think so. The unemployment rate of 18 to 29-year-old African Americans, 16.5%. Unemployment rate of 18 to 29-year-old Hispanics, 13.8%. Unemployment rate of 18 to 29-year-old women is 10.9%. Generation opportunity. Youth unemployment unemployment is stalled at 13.1% for the third month in a row. But remember, once you give up looking for work, you're not unemployed. You're just a... Just a figure over there off to the side that has stopped looking for work. But you're not unemployed. Okay? (laughs) Don't think that you're unemployed because you don't have a job. All right? You're only unemployed if you're still kind of looking for a job. Okay? Yeah. Then you're unemployed. All right? But if you've given up and said the job force sucks... You're not unemployed. You just don't have a job. So shut up and live with it. Got it? Okay. Now, I want to go back. Uh, I, I, I promise, cross my heart, that I will attempt to do my very best not to talk about my shoulder surgery anymore than this time right now and the time before. Okay. But it's really weighing heavy on my mind. Um, I have kind of been practicing, you know, doing everything you do with one arm, which, by the way, is my left arm, uh, which is not my my dominant arm is my right arm. So uh, which makes <laughs> makes it even better. Oh. <laughs> uh. However, uh, yesterday, you know, I got fitted for the brace that the sling that I'm going to be in. And I say sling, but it's more of really a brace. And it's got the piece that goes between your arm and your body. And it jacks you up. And it's got the grip inside, inside the the sleeve that you put your, your arm in. So your fingers are around this grip, which I'm sure you need because it will be so much pain. And I've seen uh, uh, one guy here that we work with, Keith Malinak, went through it. And he, I keep going back to the text he sent me uh, not long after he had the surgery. And he was just like, I asked him about something. And he's just like, I'm a mess. (laughs) I'm a mess. All right. So they don't want you doing anything. They don't want you doing anything for two weeks. I mean, nothing. 
You're not to move your arm. You're supposed to be in that sling. Nothing. Now, I'm going to go mad. Okay, I got it. I'm an overweight, lazy, white male. I know that. Don't look at me like that. I already know that. But, however, I still go out into the world and do things and take care of things and I do like what my, you know, my, my father, I just putz around, you know, I'm, I'm putz around the house, we have little chores, little dingleberry things you do. And I'm supposed to do zip for two weeks. And I've already been asked by my wife and children, by the way, who are not looking forward to me being in all kinds of pain, not being able to do anything. Uh, cause at least now if I get in a lot of pain, I just leave. <laughs> and they're like, oh God, he's gone. Good. Oh, jeez. Good. Is he working late tonight? Yes. Oh, okay, good. We don't have to see him till late. Uh I get you know, at least they have that going for them now. After next week, I'm there. Right? I'm in their face. So they have, you know, pretty much come to me on bended knee saying, please don't become grouchy pants. Please, just we'll take care of everything. Just don't become grouchy pants and go off the deep end. Uh Uh-huh. I'm not betting on that. Here we go. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Fisher. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. You can follow me on Twitter at JeffyMRA. You can like me with your thumb straight up on Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio. And you can follow me on Instagram, JeffyMRA. So we're getting tweets about um, ISIS Radio, which I'm. we have to keep going. Hashtag ISIS Radio. Uh, you give us 22 minutes, we'll blow your mind. No, no, I'm sorry. I better read the slogan right. All right let's recut that. You give us 22 minutes, we'll blow up your world. We are ISIS Radio. <laughs> Our programming will blow you away. <laughs> that uh, You're going to get a visit from the Attorney General with that. ISIS Radio, it's the bomb. That is fantastic. ISIS Radio. And uh, Mr. Watkins, uh, at Mark EO209. Um, I saw your tweet earlier this week about uh, Dan Bongino. Are you a producer for Dan now? Saying that uh, he had shoulder surgery a few weeks ago and was back on the air the next day. Yes, which is why I'm sure he had just a scope on his shoulder. It didn't have four things wrong with it. Significant tearing, rotator cuff, arthritis, and also another muscle tear on the one side. So if Mr. Bongino can do that and come back in the next day, he is a real man. I am not, however. My son had the same thing. 
uh, at you know 23 years old playing football. Quick scope on your shoulder. You're down for a couple days, and then you're rehabbing. I got it, okay? I got it. I just know that my doctor telling me that this is the recommended procedure on what has to happen after surgery. So take it easy. I didn't comment on your little Facebook post or your tweet. Now I am. You get me on the air, okay? I got it. Thank you. And and does the audience really need to know about my exercises with one arm? Yes. Yes, they do. It's important. Okay? It's important that you know what I'm going through for you here on the Blaze Radio Network. Okay? I mean, I'm struggling right now. And it's going to be even worse in a week. <laughs> I don't even want to... I honestly am close to pulling the plug on this thing, but I don't, I can't do that. And my wife will not have that. So there you go. Hashtag ISIS radio. This is the Jeff Fisher show only on the blaze radio network. Success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it on the Blaze Radio Network. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Thank you so much for joining the broadcast. You can follow me on Twitter at JeffyMRA. Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio. Instagram at JeffyMRA. Let's do some tech. You know, I've been promising that and I've been looking through some some pretty cool stuff. But first I wanted you, I read an article by... uh, Kim Commando. And I mean, everyone knows who Kim Commando is. And apparently she's writing some big article on USA Today now. Good for her. But she talked about um, if you have neighbors stealing your Wi-Fi. I don't know that that's been a problem much anymore. Um, You know, I can remember going to my parents' house and uh, them, of course, not having Wi-Fi and having to um, borrow the neighbor's Wi-Fi. And, uh, you know, jump in on the signal. And uh, Kim is giving you uh, advice on how to get rid of that if you have problems with uh, neighbors uh, stealing your Wi-Fi. And uh, some of the things I really didn't. (laughs) You can log on to your router and check the section that shows what gadgets are connected to the network. Of course you can do that. Who doesn't do that like once a week just to make sure? She gives you a link to download the digital copy of your instructions for your for your router. And I bet you I, I would almost be willing to bet that my wife does this, uh, logs into our router and sees what devices are scheduled. Uh, and no question. And then it can give, it'll give you the list of the gadgets that are uh, connected to your Wi-Fi. And you can check off the list. 
Now, I think that it, most of the gadgets that they tell you, it doesn't say, like, your TV in the downstairs bedroom. <laughs> the Xbox in the kids' room. Now, I'm sure that they don't, uh, it doesn't give you that. It gives you IP addresses, so you've probably got to, you know, figure out what is what. So it would take you a little time to get it going. But once you figure it out, it'd be pretty, pretty easy to find out that, hey, that's a different one. That's my neighbor. But here's another idea that I have come up with. And, like, I, you can't put the, I, you, the whole article doesn't mention this uh, in Kim's article uh, for USA Today. But um, I'm guessing that you could. Hello. How you doing? Good to see you. Um, if you're using my Wi-Fi, um, you know, let me know. And, uh, you know, I'll give you a password and you let me know when you're using it so that, uh, you know, we can work it out. And uh, if you can't afford your own Wi-Fi, you know, dude, listen, we can work something out. But uh, how about you just, uh, you know, unhook your machine right now, okay? Or another idea. I don't know. Change the password. Don't let people jump in on you right okay no problem but i really find it fascinating that uh just log into your router very easy simple just log into your router and you can see what devices are hooked up to your to your wi-fi oh yeah okay yeah okay it's gonna say right at the bottom of the list neighbor bills front room tv no it's not it's not gonna say that And the new app, let's let's do let's do some text. A new app called Slice, Slice app for easier returns and uh, price drop notifications. You can this is a good time of year to hop on to a Slice app. Um, it's kind of a pain. I was looking through it. What what it does? It, you know, it uh, it'll help you uh, in the process of returning the item you bought. Uh, keeps your receipt, uh, records all your purchases. It doesn't record your purchases though. Uh, while you would it, you would think that you'd be able to uh, like your you know whatever bank card you use you go along and your bank scans it, but you snap the photo of the receipt and send that to the Slice app, and then the Slice app then will email you the receipt, keep an idea of the dates, the times, all of that. And uh, for the most part, it's not for Android yet. Um iPhone and Windows only, but it's kind of a good idea. Uh, but you can do that. Most most retail outlets now uh, have a package where you, and you can obviously ask them about it. But I know that uh, you know you you snap, uh, you know you take a shot of the receipt, and then you have that, or you can send it to their website, or you set up an account on that particular company's website, and they give you bonus. Or they let you. They know that you've purchased there, which makes it easier to return if you wanted to return. Um, I mean, heck, you buy something at Walmart. You buy like the um, Voodoo accounts for your TV, uh, the streaming service. Um, if you buy, I mean, last time I bought a DVD at Walmart, uh, I bought the Walmart. Go through the line, check it out, pay for it. By the time I'm home, it's already on. It's already in the Voodoo app on my television. I don't even have to open the DVD, which (laughs) I like. Okay. I like a lot. 
I mean, that's kind of, I, I like it. I know, they're inside my world. I know, but it's made my life a lot easier. I mean, really, if you had that Voodoo app, you don't really need a DVD player. Um, I mean, obviously, there's extra and bonuses they throw in there from time to time. But for the most part, you don't even need the DVD player. What you need is just the app. Buy it, download it, boom, you're there. And if you, I mean... Go through the line. You've already set up the account. It's already it's on your television in the app by the time you get home. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Now, you could, you know, maybe get uh, a refurbished phone for a gift. Or maybe you have a refurbished phone just because you wanted a refurbished phone and, you you know, you didn't want it. Now, uh, do you know the history of your phone? Because some people like Rocky, who claims his phone caught on fire in his pants pocket, uh, said that uh, he discovered his phone had a previous owner who resold it to another company. And then Rocky bought the refurbished version of the iPhone in October of 2015. So he bought the refurbished. Come on. I mean, if you're going to get a phone, I can't tell you. I would not purchase a refurbished one, I don't think. But maybe if you if you have an insurance on it and you break it and they send you another one, that's part of the deal, I think. But I like the idea of, first of all, there's no snapshot. There's no shot of this guy standing in a Home Depot parking lot with his pants off looking at his phone or taking his pants down or his pants burning, there's a snapshot of of the pants. Okay, I know that his iPhone was not the only iPhone in the, in the parking lot of Home Depot. An intense burning sensation in your pants is rarely something you want to experience in public. I don't know about that, Rocky. In Atlanta, this is precisely what happened in a store parking lot. Rocky was forced to take off his pants in the middle of a busy lot. And now he wants an apology from the Apple empire. Shut up. I just want somebody from Apple to call me and say sorry. According to Rocky, he was in the midst of loading his car with his Home Depot purchases on Tuesday afternoon when he suddenly felt an uncomfortable heat in his front pocket. And when the area started smoking in earnest, he knew something was really wrong. When I saw smoke, I undid my belt, I undid my pants, I pushed it away, turned my head, hoping it wouldn't explode. It burned pretty much the whole front pocket, burned my boxer, started to burn my leg, and I had moved it away in time so it wouldn't burn me. Now, it claims he told a news outlet this. Why haven't we seen it? I mean, the news didn't get a picture of his burned pants. This story that I'm looking at now does not have a picture of the news shot, I don't think. And that's very disappointing because I, if I'm walking through a Home Depot parking lot and there's a guy <laughs> ripping off his pants, telling me that his phone is on fire in his pants pocket, uh, my Samsung is snapping a shot. Okay, I got news for you. My Samsung is snapping a shot. Just let me get a picture of the pants, you know, for you know, so you have it. So you can make sure that they know it's true. And, you know. I mean, accidentally, you'd get a shot of him standing in the parking lot. I mean, come on. 
social media would be all up about that. Now, this is kind of tech, uh, which is kind of cool. Uh, these uh, heat-sensitive mugs. Have you seen these? Did you read about these in the paper? Uh, really kind of cool Christmas gifts. You know, it is the holiday season. It is Christmas time. And if you're looking for special gifts for that special someone, you could give them the ISIS radio app. <laughs> it will blow you away. I've got... I believe over the holidays I'm going to come up with my own programming for ISIS Radio. That may be the first broadcast of 2016. Jeff Fisher, ISIS Radio. You never know. Heat-sensitive mugs. Uh, you can connect with the stars. Uh, really cool. It's just a, just a sky of stars, and then you pour your hot liquid into it, and it has all the, uh, you know, you can see Aquarius and Pisces, and you can see your sign comes up in the stars, highlighted on the cup. Uh, you've got uh, <laughs> one for the kids, the dinosaurs. Uh, for you Jurassic Park fans, although it doesn't say Jurassic Park because they have to get the rights for it. It's just dinosaurs. And then when you pour hot liquid in it, it goes to the fossils. It's, that's kind of cute. I like the battery one, recharge your mug, kind of cool. A blank, blank mug with just a blank empty battery, you know, like your phone has. And uh, like everything you have in, in when your remote to your television is going dead, it comes up on the screen. Low battery, low battery, low battery. <laughs> I got it. But then you pour your hot liquid in and whoop, oh, hey, fully charged battery. That's kind of a cool gift. Uh, if you have a pack, well, these are really kind of slick. I'm going to post these. On, I'm going to tweet these right now. These are, these are kind of cute. These are really kind of cute gifts for Christmas. That's what we're doing here right now on the Jeff Fisher Radio Show. This one is Pac-Man. Yes, it's an empty Pac-Man screen, like the machine used to be. You'd go up and put your money in and start playing, and then you'd have the dots, and you'd be able to chase the dots and get the fruit and stay away from that nasty little Pac-Man. Tetris cup. Yes, an empty Tetris cup. Put hot liquid in, and the walls start coming down. A Doctor Who Travel the Galaxy mug. Although I don't think it says Doctor Who on it because they'd have to pay the rights. But you see the phone booth and you see the stars. <laughs> this is just enough to be like the, be like what you want. But we're not paying the rights. Okay. Got it. Got it. Although they do have a caped, uh, caped mug crusader, the Batman. So they might be paying the rights for that. They have the little cute kids for the hot chocolate. With the dark hair, and then they heat up, and they're all in color, and everything is cute. So those are cute little gifts you can give, the heat-sensitive mugs. Those are kind of good Christmas gifts if you'd have someone, if you have that special someone that's hard to buy for, that doggone it, has everything. You don't know what to get your grandkids. Not sure what to get your son-in-law. Don't give them a mug. I mean, give them some cash. Your son-in-law, not the special someone. This is The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. This 
This is the Jeff Fisher Show. All right. Um, welcome to it. 888-900-3393. Uh, those of you playing along on Twitter, at JeffyMRA, uh, with ISIS Radio, hashtag ISIS Radio, uh, some really good stuff uh, coming down. Uh, we must continue this, and I must create a, a sh- an ISIS Radio show because... Uh, According to, uh, we've had Sean Garrity, ISIS Radio. We're counting down from 10. We're counting down from 10 isn't just for your favorite songs. That's good stuff. Where we quickly silence infidel talking heads. Join us for Halal Cooking Corner at the top of the hour. (laughs) Come on. That's good stuff. Very funny. Very funny. Most frequently used bumpers. For ISIS Radio, everybody must get stoned. <laughs> Tonight on ISIS Radio, 10 steps to a successful beheading. Live. <laughs> Good stuff. Tonight, after 10 steps to a successful beheading, ask iMom anything. Tonight on ISIS Radio. Where where are we getting ISIS radio anyway? Is that a down the dial? Am I do I have I if I missed it when I'm scanning my radio dials? Or is it online? Is it isisradio.com? Can I download it? I I must I must know. I mean, I I, I must know. <laughs> ISIS radio. Anyway, very funny. Very funny. And uh, I appreciate you playing along at Jeffy MRA and ISIS Radio. And I look at the, I mean, CNN keeps running the scroll of ISIS Radio, says supporters did attack. I, I got it. I just want to know ISIS Radio. Um, hello? Oh, hello? Where do I get it? What do I do? Uh, we'll still talk a little bit, a uh, little bit of a uh, little. I've got some other really cool tech stuff uh, coming up, but I also uh, noticed on Netflix uh, they just posted a very Murray Christmas, uh, Bill Murray Christmas show on Netflix. It looks like Paul Schaefer. I mean, he's doing nothing. Letterman kicked him to the curb. Um, doing a special Christmas fl- a Christmas show, a very Murray Christmas. It's. Uh, Hour-long throwback to what a lot of television once was. You know, a lot of television once was not that good, too. Uh, An old-fashioned variety show. Sentiment, dances, laments, he drinks. Now, he's joined by Chris Rock, George Clooney, Miley Cyrus, Amy Filer. You know, come on. Do we need... Bill, you're funny enough to carry a show. I know the variety show and the whole, you know, Merv Griffin-style... Andy Griffith, whole variety show thing. I got it. But anyway, I haven't watched it yet. I put it in the faves. I saw that it was uh, started a couple days ago or yesterday or something. So uh, a very Murray Christmas on Netflix. And I started watching uh, the uh, other Marvel show, uh, Jennifer Jones. It's okay. And then I saw there's a couple other new shows up on Netflix that uh, caught my attention um, for you. Crazy. Although there was one show, the investigator show, the police show, uh, Broadchurch, another English. Can't get enough of the 
BBC shows um, are up. Although this season looks like it's all about the trial from last season. So I haven't kicked in fully with the old broad church yet. I'm getting to it. It might be uh, something to uh, agonize my way through at when I'm just sitting at home doing nothing for two whole weeks. You know what I'm talking about, right? Of course you do. Now we've got uh, we've got other really cool tech gifts to give away. We've got some uh, I've got some some drone stories to talk about, which are really pr- kind of cool because uh, you know they uh, they are really really close to delivering packages with drones. And I, for one, in this area that we live here in Irving, Texas, um, has got this huge Amazon center. And we will be drone central. Drone central is coming to your area very soon. More on ISIS radio. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. The Jeff Fisher Show returns on the Blaze Radio Network. It does? Wow. All right, so a lot of good stuff. I see uh, a couple of you are really uh, working hard at the hashtag uh, ISIS radio. Uh, very good stuff uh, that I'm, I'm, I'm liking a lot. Um, <laughs> next on ISIS radio, the results of the Mr. Goat contest. <laughs> oh, man. Mornings with Mohammed. ISIS radio, Monday through Friday. It's really some really, really funny stuff. Um, ISIS Radio, now on iPhone, Android, and remote detonators. Really good. Really good. What would Mohammed do? Real-life confrontations with infidels and how they ended. Tonight on ISIS Radio. Good, good stuff. Very funny. So we're, we are uh, we are investigating ISIS Radio. We're trying to find where you can find it. Uh, looks like it started, as far as we can tell, um, in April. So, I mean, we've got them contained. They're, they're flying jets now in Libya. They're practicing. Uh, we've got ISIS Radio going on for months, building up a, a you know, fine listenership. <laughs> ISIS Radio, join us as we go under the burqa. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's really funny. Uh, they they probably do not think this is funny at all, and you know I apologize. But uh, oh, nice, nice ISIS Radio. Every Friday is Quran trivia. Very good. Very good. Hashtag ISIS Radio at Jeffy MRA. Tweet me. 
<laughs> Quran trivia. That's very good. That's very, very good. I want uh, I want ISIS radio trending today. According to Wikipedia, ISIS radio is similar to NPR. Uh-huh. Albion radio station. Oh, who doesn't want to work for them? I was accused on one of my on somebody's Twitter account of taking the noon to four gig on ISIS radio. Let me tell you something. If we could go back to the days of working a midday shift and that's it, I'm all for it. But working one shift a day, you come in just before the shift starts, you do the shift, you do some production afterward, about 30 minutes, you're gone. Here's some commercials for you to read. Okay. And then you're gone. I like that. Oh, don't forget, Friday night you have a gig. You have to be there at 7 and leave at 10. Okay. I mean, you do not get those days back. At least I don't anyway. ISIL captured a radio station. Oh, so it's they just took it over. Nice. An ISIL-owned satellite television station also based out of Syria is operating under a brand name, Tahid, began broadcasting the previous October. So in February of 2015, ISIL, sister stations, in February of 2015, according to Wikipedia, uh, ISIL captured a radio station in Sirte, Libya, that has subsequently began operating. It is unclear whether the station is still under ISIL management. Yeah, why don't you go ask? Just stop in. Hey! Thought I'd stop in. Wondering if, uh, are you guys still, are you guys still ISIL? Or is, or ISIS, or whatever you're calling yourself now. I just stopped in. I want to know. I want to report it. I want to make sure my Wikipedia page is up to date. Stop in and ask them if ISIS radio is for real. Because uh, I doubt it. We we have we actually have clips from ISIS radio. Oh my gosh. Do we know what they're saying? Okay, let's, let's, I mean, I don't want to be sure, be clear that this is, I have not heard these clips yet. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that they are not telling people to join ISIS because I do not, uh, this, this show is not sponsored by ISIS radio. All right, let's hear the one clip. And in Wilayat Ninawa, the soldiers of the Islamic State detonated an IED targeting a Peshmerga Hummer in the area of Al Khalid near Kuwait, destroying the Hummer and killing those inside. So that's an NPR report. Yeah, I mean, that's an NPR news report, ISIS radio. Not bad. Oh, boy. No, never mind. I don't want to hear what it is. No, never mind. I don't understand it. It makes me... Oh, there's production at the end. All right. Nice. They're even doing production. They just didn't take it over and turn on a mic. All right, they didn't. But that's that. I mean, they didn't even take it over, and just turn on a mic and start talking and telling people to join them. I mean, they've got they've got production and everything. Good stuff. Not really. 
Not really, because we've got them contained. So one thing that's good is that uh, when you contain people, uh, if they have radio, that nobody else can hear them. Oh, wait. No? No? You mean the, the more people can hear them outside of a, a room? Huh. Weird. So I told you about the iPhone burning in the guy's pants at a Home Depot parking lot, which we have seen no pictures of, by the way. He just wants an apology from Apple. He's got a new phone. It was refurbished. Uh, thousands of hoverboards uh, are being impounded by the United Kingdom over a fire risk. I mean, come on now. You think about a you think about your iPhone starting fire in your pants pocket, and then all of a sudden the hover round goes. You're 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 riding down the sidewalk on your on your little hoverboard, and then that starts on fire. Hello, it causes some problems for everyone. So be careful out there. Okay. So we talked about drones, and Amazon has been wanting to do drone delivery for a while now, and they're really close, uh, thirty minutes or less. Uh, they have same-day delivery already for the Amazon Prime customers. And, I mean, the Amazon Prime, they we have this big, I don't know how many, I, I could obviously look, and Amazon would probably have their their list out of where their main distribution centers are. But they've got a huge distribution center not far from here. So this is, uh, you know, ground one of the ground zeros for Amazon Prime and their same-day delivery. I mean, same-day you can get that stuff in a couple of hours here, man. I mean, you order something, you order, uh, you know what? We really need a new blender. Whoa, man, we're out of a blender and we're having a party tonight. We need to order a new blender. Here's your new blender. I mean, Amazon Prime has got it there. So drones, five pounds or less, 30 minutes or less. I mean, that's pretty cool. What isn't going to be kind of cool is I want to see some, you know, they're waiting for the go-ahead from the FAA and wondering, I'd like to be sure that we're not going to have Amazon drones and all kinds of other little drones. I mean, they've got to be able to have, even then you've got flight paths of airplanes. Now, the the delivery drones are not going to be flying as high as the flight path of the of the airplanes. So you're going to have to have a space for the drone deliveries, right? Until they come down. And then, then, uh, they're going to have to, you know, you, you have to bring them back and you're going to have to keep track of them. Right. And now they're saying that, uh, you know, people over the holidays are going to get drones for Christmas. All they want for Christmas is drones. And I'm sure they've got them on sale at ISIS radio, brand new drones. And the feds want, you know, the drone drivers to get licensed and register so they can track you and your drones. Okay. And they set up a functional, you know, plan. So they've got to, now the registration process, I hope are, is kind of easy. They don't even know how it's, you know, still going to work. Really? The government doesn't know how to make that happen. Big surprise. But uh, the FAA published online that uh, recommendations 
from a task force set up by the by the FAA to work the details on how people could register their unmanned aircraft systems. So if you get your drone for Christmas, look to make sure that that thing is registered. And what happens if it's not registered? And they find out that it was yours. Oh, no. You could be in big trouble. And what happened if a non-registered drone crashes into my blender being delivered by the Amazon Prime Zone drone? Now, the Amazon Prime drone uh, is pretty big. So it's not as if it's, you know, it's pretty good size. It's delivering packages that are, you know, up to five pounds. So it's not going to be one of the little drones that are flying around the airport, uh, you know, that are flying around the malls that you're going to buy for Billy for Christmas. However, those could affect the uh, delivery drone in some way. I don't know if the delivery drone has some sort of lasers. Ooh, little drone in my area, death. So <laughs> Amazon Prime has is building delivery attack drones. I don't know if we want that flying around, right? Do we? No, of course we don't. And of course, self-driving cars. We talked about it all the time. I love them. We're, and we, I told you, I told you, and I'm now more and more stories are coming out. It's going to happen faster than you think because they're already saying that, you know, we're seeing the videos of people being saved because it was being, you know, it was driving, the car was driving itself. It's going to be insurance. They're going to be saying it's it's safer for everyone to be driving in their, in their driverless cars. And for right now, until 2020, or 2022, you'll still be able to get cars that have steering wheels. And you'll still be able to manually go uh, to steering wheel outside of, you know, cities or towns or whatever. But until, uh, you know, or you pay more insurance if you were driving, if you get in an accident and you were driving, your insurance rate probably, you know, quadruples. So, you know, you can take the chance of driving it yourself or you can just leave it on, you know, let it drive it, let it drive itself with all the computer systems and everyone else and not pay the higher insurance rates. I mean, I can see it coming. Feel it. Feel it. Just agonizing. Now, on the other hand, I'm all about letting one of those driverless cars take me around. You kidding me? I don't have to drive. I can do. I can get some work. They'll be like take, taking my own private train car. Yes, please. This is where I want to go. Take me there. I have other things to do while you take me there. You're listening to the Jeff Fisher Show, the Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. At Jeffy MRA, hashtag ISIS Radio. Uh, some really funny stuff uh, still happening on uh, at Jeffy MRA with ISIS Radio. Uh, Thursdays on ISIS Radio, 
you can tune in for How Falal Changed My Life. Uh, very special. We're going to play that uh, live at noon, and then we replay it at 6. It's uh, ISIS Radio. You can pray with us six times a day. I got to tell you, really funny stuff. And I know that um, I'm sure that many of the people who actually work for ISIS Radio uh, do not think that is very funny. And doggone it, you're right. You are darn right it's not funny. And I want to apologize and say that it's not funny at all. Uh, however, um, we will continue to do it. Uh, at Jeffy MRA, hashtag ISIS Radio, uh, throughout the weekend. And we may come back after the first of the year and do a little bit more. Because this is my last broadcast. Uh, so God bless you. Thanks for being here. Um, I hope you have a very Merry Christmas. Brad Staggs is going to be filling in for me a couple of weeks. And then we've got uh, some holiday programming for you on the Blaze Radio Network. So, um, my gosh, it's almost Christmas. So, have you know, <laughs> I know. It's amazing. And uh, so much is happening, and it seems like so much is happening so fast that it's, it's you're not going to be able to catch up. And it does seem like the earth is spinning faster than ever and sometimes it feels like you're just going to fly off of it so just be grounded love your family have a merry christmas okay and uh, just i'll keep you updated on what's going on you can follow me at jeffy mra you can uh, like me on facebook jeff fisher radio uh follow me on instagram at jeffy mra uh michael pelka piro pelka coming up right after this show i'm not sure uh what if anything he's giving away this week i heard he might be giving away his hat that he was wearing the other day his fedora, but maybe he likes it. Maybe he wants to keep it. I'm not sure about that at all. Not really sure about that at all. And I'll leave you with one last. Has anybody told you you look good today? No? <laughs> well, you do. You look fantastic. Except you're not really going to wear that all day, are you? Ooh. Hashtag ISIS radio. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.